When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in everybody to the Chain Clickers Disc Golf Podcast. I am your host, Quentin, and today I am going to be talking to you about how you can improve your forehand in disc golf. Having a forehand in disc golf is vital to becoming a better player. It unlocks more shot opportunities and allows you to be more creative on the disc golf course. And maybe it even gives you another purpose for some discs in your bag or unlocks new purposes for discs in your bag. So unlocking and improving your forehand is going to be key to improving your disc golf game. And here's the thing about uh, trying to improve your forehand in 2024 is that it's not going to be an overnight thing. You're not going to perfect throwing a forehand in disc golf just after listening to this podcast. I'll be completely honest with you. What you're going to need to do is take what I give you here and you're going to need to apply it to either your basement, your bedroom, the practice field, the course. You're going to have to practice. You're going to have to work on it and using these tips over and over again, listening back to the episode, taking notes, those kinds of things are going to set you apart and allow you to be an even better disc golfer. So let's kind of get into how you can become a better forehand disc golfer in 2024. The first thing that I want to hit on is the grip of the disc. There are a couple of grips that I like the most. If you're watching on Spotify, you can see this, but also try to describe it as much as possible. There's the normal grip where you have your middle finger. The face of the finger is on the actual rim of the disc on the inside lip here. Um, and then your other finger is just on top, kind of stabilizing it. And it's just kind of in contact with the uh, actual bottom flight plate of the disc. That's how most people will throw their forehand. I call it the pistols fire and grit because your thumb is going to be on the top side of the disc kind of around the rim. And this is to provide more stability with your disc and it, it will allow you to get more rotations on the disc. Another way you can throw it is the power grip. And it kind of looks like this if you're watching on the screen. That middle finger doesn't really move. A lot of this is similar to the pistol's firing grip. The only difference is that index finger, instead of just kind of resting on top of your finger and being on the flight plate, it's instead also going to be on the lip and you're just going to bend it to tuck underneath your middle finger. So now you've got two fingers on that uh, inner part of the disc. And so that should give you a little bit more power. Really, whatever's more comfortable with you is what I would go with and maybe experiment. A big part of this channel is experimenting with different things and trying different things. So if you've always been a pistols firing kind of guy and you want to change it to the power grip, go ahead and do that or vice versa. Just give it a shot. Maybe it'll improve your game. And at worst, you tried something and it didn't work. And maybe you take some of that 
to your throws when you change your grip. So those are the two main grips I think that are going to be the most beneficial in learning how to throw a forehand and just generally improving your forehand. So let's kind of get into some basics, some things you have to get right when you want to be throwing a forehand in 2024 and you're looking to improve it. The first thing that I've talked about over on TikTok uh, at Chain Clankers Disc Golf, if you're not following on TikTok, you're going to want to. You're going to get bite-sized ways to improve your disc golf game every single week. So the first thing that you want to be doing here is you want to be leading with your non-elbow. Your non-elbow kind of starts the throw in a sense because you want it to be covering your chest and um, you want that elbow to kind of be facing where you inevitably want your disc to be going and so when you're going through your throw and you're trying to rotate at your hips that elbow is swinging through just as if a pitcher would be when they're throwing a pitch off the mound that elbow with their glove is coming through their body and it's allowing them to get more spin and more rotations on the ball where here it's allowing us to get more spin and more rotations on our disc. And what it also does is it's going to help with accuracy and it's going to help with your follow through. It's really hard when you're properly using your front off elbow to then not follow through. Like it makes it very hard because your momentum is going and you're spinning and you're creating that rotation in your hips. And so it's really hard not to follow through. Follow through is huge, but the first thing you want to make sure you're doing when you're getting right for your forehand is you're using that off elbow to throw and to get that throw started. A big thing about forehands is you're not trying to kill the disc. You're not trying to do everything with your wrist and you're not trying to do everything with your throwing arm. It's a lot of other different parts of your body that's actually going to help you improve your forehand. So that kind of brings me to what you need to be doing with your lower half of your body. And you want to make sure that you are using your hips and you're not just throwing with all arm. So what that looks like is, is your leading foot is pro is going to be, what would that be? Parallel with you. And it's going to be facing away from your target. If you're watching on screen, it's going to be facing away from your target. But as you throw, it's going to rotate forward and it's going to then be facing the target. It's going to be facing the front of the T-pad. Maybe let, let me let me re-explain that in T-pad perspective. So when you're going through your throw before you're throwing, before you're actually rotating, your front foot is pretty much facing, if you're a right-handed thrower, it's facing directly towards the right. It cannot see the front tee pad at all. But as you actually rotate and use your hips, you're rotating on that heel, and it's going to then be facing the front of the tee pad by the time you finish your throw. And so what you're making sure you're doing here is you're rotating your hips. Your hips are the starting and ending point of your forehand throw. You want to make sure you're using them because if you're using all your arm, that could actually lead to you getting more pain uh, in your arm. I'm not a doctor, so you know don't take this with 100% certainty, but that can lead to more elbow pain. And I know performance-wise, you're not going to throw it as far or as accurately. Your hips have to be involved if you want to throw further with your forehand shot. So we've talked about leading with your elbow. We've talked about using your hips and properly rotating. And we those two kind of combine to form that follow through. But what's important about your follow through is what you're doing with your wrist. 
your wrist is going to have a ton of side to side motion and it's not going to have as much up and down motion. If you're shaking hands, you don't have as much motion as if you're going side to side. So what I think a lot of disc golfers have gotten wrong in 2023, 2022 and you know, so on and so forth in the past is that we're always trying to lift the pizza box up and you're, you want to finish as if you're holding a pizza box up with your throwing hand. I don't really think that helps a whole lot. I think what's better to do is you're snapping your wrist, but you're making sure your thumb is still up. Once you put that thumb to the ground and you completely roll over it, that's when you have a negative throw. That's when you have a uh, bad executed forehand but if you're snapping your wrist and you're and you're using your wrist full capacity and you're keeping it side to side and not up and down when you throw you're going to have more snap more rotation on your disc which then leads to your disc going further just naturally and I really think that this pizza box method leads to a lot more hyzering out and it also is going to lead to you not having the kind of distance you would want. The big thing you have to watch here for is that thumb. When you're throwing, you can't roll over your wrist. Your wrist cannot roll over. You, If you have an Apple Watch on, your Apple Watch shouldn't be turning on when you look at it, right? Because your wrist is completely turning over and your thumb shouldn't be facing the ground. Your palm shouldn't be facing the ground. Instead, when you're throwing, you're snapping that wrist and that thumb needs to stay up. If your thumb is up, then that is a good throw. If your thumb is down, you're rolled over, that's not a good throw. So we've now talked about the elbow, we've talked about the hips, we've talked about the follow through. And the last thing that, I, well, I guess we talked about grip at the beginning, but the last thing that I wanna to talk to you guys before we get out of here is you what discs you should be using. A lot of content creators out there are going to tell you, you need to grab an overstable disc and that's how you need to learn forehand. And I think that's complete garbage. You don't do that for backhand, so why are you going to do that for forehand? All you're doing is teaching yourself how to throw a hyzer and you're not actually getting any better. Now, if you're learning and you're trying to throw a hyzer, if your objective is to throw a hyzer, sure, if you grab an overstable disc, you're probably going to get that. But what I think you should be doing is I think you should be grabbing a neutral, maybe it's slightly overstable disc or slightly understable disc. That is going to teach you to throw the forehand straight. That's going to teach you to get an S curve on your forehand. And I, I think that you will then be able to learn to throw hyzer, but overall you're learning in gaining more confidence and trust in your forehand by throwing something of that nature. So what does a disc like that look like? I would say a disc like that looks anywhere in the range of like a seven, five, negative two, one, or zero, two for the last two flight numbers. So seven, five, zero, two. I think that's kind of the range you want to be in instead of using a destroyer, instead of using a DD3, a Raider, a Zeus, all these super high speed overstable discs. Because one, because of the speed, you can't throw that disc properly. So it's always going to hyzer out early for you. So when you cut back on the speed, it makes it a little bit easier to throw that disc. Thus, you're going to get more distance. And because it's not just overstable, you're going to learn accuracy. And isn't that the point of improving your forehand? You're actually learning to throw far and you're learning to become a more accurate disc golfer. I would think so. And if you want to do those things, make sure you follow us over on Instagram and TikTok at Chain Clankers Disc Golf. We're putting out videos 
Monday through Friday to help you become a better disc golfer. And with that, we will see you guys next week.